This week, in episode 51 of Diary of a Senior Geek, Up until now, I and many others have not seen a lot of leadership from you. Make us wrong. Do the work. Delegate. Manage. Do your job. And start wearing a mask. You are the primary example for the rest of the country. By wearing a mask and practicing social distancing, you'll be doing a huge service to this country. Hi there, this is Gary. Welcome to episode 51 of Diary of a Senior Geek, brought to you once again by Eat a Banana. Eat a banana today, you'll be glad you did. This episode was recorded on May 13th, 2020. As usual, let's start with some news. I don't watch the news! We're into week 10 of shelter-in-place here in California. As of today, there are almost 1.4 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. So far, there have been about 83,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to COVID-19. L.A. County announced that there is no set end date for stay-at-home orders, but it started easing some restrictions on retail businesses that can offer curbside pickup. I believe they're also opening up some parks and things like that, hiking trails. There's a special election up north of L.A. to fill Katie Hill's seat in the California 25th District. Republican Mike Garcia has defeated Democrats Christy Smith, reducing the Democratic majority in Congress by one seat. The Shanghai Disney Resort has reopened to a very limited number of guests. Guests must reserve their tickets ahead of time and wear face masks while in the park, except while dining. Social distancing rules will be in place to protect cast and guests. There's no news when the other Disney resorts may open. I suspect a lot depends on how things go in Shanghai. In Wuhan, China, six new COVID-19 cases were detected, prompting the PRC government to begin testing all 11 million residents of Wuhan over the next 10 days. Finally, a couple of days ago, President Trump stated that his administration had met the moment and prevailed on coronavirus testing capacity. In the span of just a few short months, we've developed a testing capacity unmatched and unrivaled anywhere in the world, Trump said. What is that? On that note, here's my second open letter to our president, Donald Trump. Dear President Trump, you should know that I've actually been rooting for you since you took office. I hoped that you would step up and accept the grave responsibility of being the chief executive and commander-in-chief of the United States of America. But as near as I can tell, this hasn't happened. Being president is a lot of work. From your words and actions, it does not appear to me that you're taking the job seriously. You can turn that around at any time. Just stop talking and start listening to what your experts are saying and start showing some leadership. For instance, you seem to miss the point of stay-at-home orders. They were put in place to limit transmission and flatten the curve for two reasons. One, to keep medical facilities from being overwhelmed by new COVID-19 cases so that the kinds of care decisions that had to be made in other parts of the world would not be necessary in the United States. And two, provide time to develop and deploy mitigation procedures to help keep the curve relatively flat while allowing folks to start leaving their homes on at least a limited basis. The first part worked very well. The second part, not so much, largely because, in my opinion, you dropped the ball. You could have created a strong federal COVID-19 task force run by a czar who had experience in managing disasters. Maybe somebody from FEMA the Red Cross, Homeland Security, or the CDC, or a team of people from those kind of organizations. This would have allowed central management of 
PPE, ventilators, and other medical supplies to make sure that they were delivered to where they were most needed in a timely manner. Instead, he left it to the states to procure needed supplies and services as best they could, which resulted in chaos and confusion. But it's not too late. I have a suggestion. You have at your disposal an organization that excels at procurement, distribution, and logistics. It's the U.S. military. Imagine that. Aging hippie Gary suggesting that we use the military for something. At least they won't be shooting anybody, I hope. My humble suggestion is that you immediately nominate a COVID-19 czar, allow him to pick a team, and then order the military to provide the skills and resources needed to get effective mitigation underway as soon as possible. Not months from now, not weeks from now. As soon as possible. Mitigation includes ubiquitous testing, contact tracing, and vaccine development. The military can definitely help with procuring PPE, testing supplies, and providing skilled personnel to provide testing and contact tracing. It also appears that you've been muzzling the CDC, from what I've been hearing recently. These are the experts. Listen to them. Allow them to do their jobs. Allow them to provide guidelines for a gradual reopening of the economy. We're not going to just be able to turn on a light switch. This is going to be more like a dimmer switch. I have a suspicion that you don't really want ubiquitous testing because that will cause confirmed case numbers to go up. I think you think that if nobody knows what the actual numbers are, it'll benefit you somehow. But without complete and accurate numbers, there's no effective way to combat the virus. The virus doesn't care about politics. It'll spread no matter what. We just need to know what the real numbers are so, as a country, we can deal with it. And guess what? Delegation of tasks to folks who know what they're doing is a sign of a good leader. Nobody can be an expert in everything. My advice to you is that you immediately ask the CDC, FEMA, Homeland Security, OSHA, and other relevant agencies what they need to track and slow the spread until a vaccine is developed, then work closely with Congress to get them what they need. Then call for an international task force to develop a vaccine as soon as possible. In a worldwide pandemic, it does not matter where the vaccine comes from. As I said, this is what leaders do. Up until now, I and many others have not seen a lot of leadership from you. Make us wrong. Do the work. Delegate. Manage. Do your job. And start wearing a mask. You are the primary example for the rest of the country. By wearing a mask and practicing social distancing, you'll be doing a huge service to this country. Your constituent, Gary Fisher, Lake Forest, California. And now for something completely different. All right, got another joke from the AARP newsletter. Sue, I need to get in shape. I'm going to try lunges. Lou, wow, that's a big step forward. <laughs> Are you feeling a little peckish in the mid-afternoon? Tired of chips, pastries, and other traditional snacks? Have you been having problems with leg cramps after taking a 15-minute walk? Eat a banana. It'll fill you up without wrecking your appetite for dinner. It'll give you just the right kind of sugar rush. The potassium may help with your leg cramps. So next time you feel like a little snack, eat a banana. You'll be glad you did. Do not eat a banana if you're allergic to bananas. Effectiveness against leg cramps may vary. To be honest, it's just something I heard somewhere. Same thing about the sugar rush. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. Give me a break. This is supposed to be a funny fake commercial. If you fail to laugh, don't blame me. I'm doing the best I can. Now go wash your hands. Yes, again. While you're at it, wipe down the sink and counter with an antibacterial wipe if you have one. Otherwise, do your best with the cleaning supplies on hand. Seriously, COVID-19 is still a thing. Do everything you can to stay healthy. I need all the listeners I can get. Dad's Journal. The prompt this week is, when I was very young, I thought I would be this when I grew up. Dad said, quote, I don't have a clue. A pilot, I think. Unquote. <laughs>
When I was really little, I wanted to be a fireman. What boy doesn't? Then I wanted to be an astronaut. You have to be really driven and really physically fit to become an astronaut. I was neither, so I'm not. Ah. Quote of the week. A good laugh is sunshine in the house. That's from William Makepeace Thackeray. So that's it this week. I will see you again next week. I'd like to ask a little favor. If you like this podcast, please give it a five-star rating on whatever app or site you use to listen to it. This will help get it out there to more people. If you really like it, please kick a couple of bucks my way on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash senior geek. Senior geek is all one word. Daddy needs to upgrade his podcasting rig. If, for whatever reason, you can't do that, I completely understand. You can still help by telling all of your friends and family about what a great podcast this is. As always, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Just search for Senior Geek 49 or click on one of the links in the show notes. Thanks. Uh. Guests must revert their... They were to put in place... Oh, one, one, two, two, two. The first work... The first work? The military... <clears throat> Allow them to provide guidelines... <clears throat> Allow them to rot and then put the eat a banana ad here. End times.